Hello everybody, welcome back to the Big Brain Talk Podcast. I'm Daniel. I'm Curtis. Curve, buddy, get closer to the uh, to the mic, why don't you? Guys, it's a beautiful Wednesday <laughs> afternoon right now. And Kurt and I are extremely happy to be back. Um, Kurt, tell me a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today. Um, I didn't write the script right now or anything. Um, we don't use scripts at all. This is all off the top of nah, our head. That's true. What's up, man? Um, we're going to talk about why the skies are blue mm-hmm. and why I love you. And I'm going to talk about why uh, I don't like Kurt and why Pride Month is amazing. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Cue the intro music. All right, guys, we're back. So, Kurt, uh, we were just uh, ad-libbing some random intro music. Speaking of music, Gabby and I, we gave to Kurt a unique little gift for his, ber- for his birthday. What did you think of uh, the gift, Kurt? So, Loki, when I when I got their gift, um, it was a... Uh, it was a file, and I was like, what is this file? And it was a file to, like, a song, voice memo, and it was, like, two minutes long. Keep in mind, I had just eaten at a restaurant, and I also drank a little bit, which I haven't drank in a while, so when I opened it, I was, like, a little lit, but I couldn't hear, so I was like, oh, wait. Kurt, lit? Ah. Mind you guys, whenever we're at an outing, there's drinks. Kurt is never down to drink. He's always passes. He's basically Andres number two. Sorry, go on. Yeah, Andres is, Andres is jet fuel, fuel like, he, he does drugs. He no, just oh. doesn't let us know. So. Oh, okay. But yeah, besides doing cocaine, yeah, I don't do anything. Um. Anyways. But, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> anyways. But yeah, I was literally walking on the street back to the car, and I basically blasted it in public. And I was like, damn, this shit's lit. But it was basically like, they made like a song, and then Daniel was... Like, sort of rapping? <laughs> I'm not sure what he was doing. Uh, but he was they're basically rapping slash singing a song about our friendship and then how I make them spend too much money, something like that. But it was cool. It was a nice two-minute two song. Oh. I'll cherish that forever. Thank you, Daniel, for that wonderful gift. Of course. Couldn't have done it without Gabby. Uh, equal effort. But as the song said, you make us spend lots of money, so we're like, Let's give you a gift that doesn't require any money. Of course, it does require existing uh, uh, property of this all, all this technology that made it possible. But let's not get into the specifics of that. But yeah, no, no money was involved. Speaking of money, so uh, this past weekend. Oh yeah, we uh Friday. I mean, we recorded a podcast on Wednesday, which was the twenty fifth, and. Friday, we had uh, my birthday dinner. Oh, yeah. You're 24 now. That's gross. I know. So I think we're going to have to prematurely end this podcast. I can't be in the same room as a 24-year-old. I know. I'm basically I'm basically a baby boomer. Mm, yeah. How was the Vietnam War veteran? It was good. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, Dad, I'm sorry. It was not good, okay? That's why we, that's why we're here. <laughs> if the war didn't happen, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> you know, I totally didn't put two and two together. <laughs> For those who don't know, <coughs> Kurt is Vietnamese, and I just thought of the first <laughs> first war that popped into my head in the <laughs> happened in the twentieth century. And that was the first word to pop up. It's just coincidental that it was the Vietnamese word. Uh, Either way, what what were we talking about? My birthday. Oh yeah. I guess I'll I guess I'll just recap what even happened that whole day. I basically woke up to a surv- uh, surprise surprise. Um, I guess Christy and my sister have been plotting, but yeah, I woke up. To basically Christy calling me and saying, hey, wake up. Like, I was like, well, what for? And then my sister comes in with a note basically saying, oh, it's a scavenger hunt. 
And I was like, oh, shit. And she's just like, you have until 9.35 to get ready. Keep in mind, it was 9.12. <laughs> and I was just like, yo, I need to do, like, my morning duties. Like, I'm a, you know, I'm a big morning duty type of person. I need to go twice. So I was just mm-hmm. like, mm, I don't think I'll get out by 9.35. And I didn't. I got out at 9.55. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, I need to get, I need to get my poopy done. Respectable. As do we all. Mm-hmm. We all do. But yeah, did a little scavenger hunt. We just went to places where we made memories. Name good. three off the top of your head right now. Um, uh, 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 Christy, you're hearing this, right? You hear um, this hesitation? Um, mm-hmm. D- D- Dana Point. Dana mm-hmm. Point. Okay, Dana one. Point. Uh-huh, second. San, San Juan. Okay. And my, my house. Okay, nice, nice. Target? Uh, Kurt, I just said three. Okay, so what happened after that? So I came back to uh, basically surprise. My sister and Chrissy set up a bunch of Kirby decorations, which I'm just like, bro, this is like the most Kirby I've ever seen. Mm. And um, my sister came out in a giant inflatable Kirby costume to surprise me. And I'm like, bruh. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. What? Do you see any instances where you'll be able to use it again, except for like a Halloween party? Like, is there any other instance you can use that outfit again? I don't know. Maybe make videos out of it, but it's pretty. Uh, I mean, it's a giant inflatable Kirby. Like, mm-hmm. who doesn't like Kirby? You know. Um. Earlier this year, I was like, so. For those that don't know, I've been getting Kurt for the last two years Kirby themed gifts. Sorry, the last three years. When when I got him like a Kirby painting from Etsy, the still my wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year I got him custom stained glass Kirby. Um, I don't know where he has that. I've this seen it in his car. car. Nice, nice. Uh, I think as of now those are the only two Kirby gifts. Um, earlier this year I'm like. I want to do a custom order for like a giant Kirby like beanbag or something mm-hmm. and then stuff happens, plans fall through and I'm like, yeah, maybe not because um, I'm like this might be too big of an endeavor and Kurt's not worth it So, um, but I'm glad to see to hear that your sister and your uh, your, your girlfriend pull through you guys hear that? That's our sponsor today, Metrolink. Metrolink. Mm -hmm. Cue the sponsor. Do you want to avoid traffic? Do you hate staying in bumper-to-bumper traffic? Do you only have limited spots to get off? Do you hate being in a car with very limited functioning AC? Do you love California's transit system? Do you love waiting at the creepiest moments of night and watching strangers harass you at the train station? Metrolink, where you can travel for less money without entering traffic, but it's also not the best. Exactly, Kurt. I am so glad you said it that way. And that's why we're so proud to, uh, to announce we are sponsored today by Metrolink. Kurt, I want you to tell me right now, how many times have you used Metrolink in the last year? Right now. I've used, Met- I've used Metrolink zero times this past year. And, and how much do you regret it? I, I, I wish I could just park a train in my driveway. Yeah. Guys, his garage is pretty big and his driveway even bigger, so I think he can do it. Yeah, and I, uh, you know, you know, like Thomas the train said, you know, we, we, the founding fathers, mm-hmm. created this nation. Um, yeah, hell yeah, brother, I to, remember that. To I remember um, that? To, for full train capacity. Exactly, exactly. Guys, Big Brain Talk has partnered up with uh, Public Transit, specifically Metrolink. We're here to tell you, you don't have to sit in bumper-to-bumper traffic. You can save on that time, because time is money, guys. Isn't that right, Kurt? That's right. 
And if you use the code Kurt Loves Daniel, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, you'll get mm. 1% off your next purchase. What a specific sponsor code. Yeah, so it can only actually be used once, so first come, first serve. Go! Alright, guys, we're back from the sponsor. Um, Kurt, you tell me, how's life? How is life she treating you right now? Great, Daniel. Great. Do you feel any remorse at all for forgetting to bring your violin so we can practice together right now? Do you think it really you not bringing your violin and just saying, "Oh, I forgot," is your nice way of saying no because uh, you hate saying no to people? I don't play the violin. Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Anyways, so yeah, did you like the dinner that we had on my birthday? Oh, guys, it was delicious. We had all types of meat, juicy, thick, voluptuous meat. Wow. Mm. What else do we have? Tender carbs. Mm-hmm. Tender carbs. Mm-hmm. We had a truffle french fries. Delicious. We had a puree um, potatoes, delicious. We had some, I had a beer, I think it was the Fish Head IPA. Kurt had sparkling rose drink, something with- It was like a mocktail, but it was really good. Mm -hmm. It was really good, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, that, uh, The Cup by Wolfgang Puck, Mm -hmm. delicious place. Now, we're at the point in our lives where it's still a little pricey for our budget, but we made it work, and I'm glad we did. It was really good, honestly. Yeah, it was good. Honestly, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, it was expensive. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I felt like it could have been worse, to be honest. So I'm glad, like, what, we ordered a giant tomahawk steak. Then we also tried um, a whole, it was $225, six ounces of the A5 Miyazaki Wagyu steak. How was that experience, Daniel? Whatever you guys think high quality meat is going to taste like I had those same thoughts and I wasn't prepared for what I ate I said it then and I'll say it now it felt like the meat the A5 Wagyu was melting in your mouth like not gross melting of course like but like it was so tender to the point where you just had to have like one or two chewing motions and you were able to digest it it was that tender and um, Kurt was kind of giving us the background on what 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 an A5 Wagyu even means and how they even come to to that grading system. So, Kurt, do you want to give a little Spark Notes version of what that what that even means uh, to our listeners? So, I mean, I should I know like the general knowledge. So, so Wagyu is like basically Japanese cow, and like I mean. Wagyu is like a huge term now. Like, there's Australian Wagyu, there's American Wagyu, and like, yeah, there are Japanese cows on American land or Australian land. But the holy grail of all Wagyu is going to be in Japan, right? And, you know, they, you know, I guess Japan really respects their cows, and uh, the higher quality the um, meat, it basically connotes to how they treat the cow. And, um, I know A5 being like they basically treat them like royalty, they feed them beer, they massage them, but I guess the morbid part is, you know, like, I mean, qualities of meat does matter. I guess the reason why A5 Wagyu is so fatty looking is because they're not stressed as the meats that you'll see at Ralph's or something. There's no marbling. I feel like, I guess they're trying to say the less marbling means they were not um, taken down in the best humane way possible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's... Oh yeah, by uh, going back to the grading system, I guess there's A1 through A5. A1 being the less fat marbling, and then A5 being the most fat marbling. And I know, I know a lot of people will be like, oh, it's just a lot of fat, you know? But, I mean, like you described it. Yeah, it was fat, but it wasn't like, you know, when you eat like a little piece of fat mm-hmm. out of meat, Mm-hmm. Where I mean, I personally like it, yeah. but it wasn't like that. It was literally like, like he said, it 
melted in your mouth. It didn't feel greasy or heavy. It, it, it just, I think Christy, <clears throat> Christy described it best. It's meaty, which I mean, yeah. If if you love meat, then I I loved it. Um, so did everybody else. Um, but just a quick side tangent. So, Kurt, are you saying that people were to eat us since we're so stressed all the time? Would be tough and chewy, and we wouldn't be soft. Probably, honestly, probably mm-hmm. would be pretty, pretty damn rough. Probably, huh? Yeah. So, we shouldn't become cannibals anytime soon. I mean, if we become a less stressed society, maybe we'll start eating human. You hear that, guys? That's why today we're also so proud to bring you a second sponsor. Guys, are you ever stressed? Do you ever feel like life is just an unending spiral of sadness and depression? Do you ever feel like this life isn't worth living anymore? That's why today, we're so proud to announce we partnered with BetterHelp. Kurt, tell, tell the folks why, why BetterHelp is a great sponsor. <laughs> BetterHelp is... <laughs> better, better. You'll have to um, pardon his unprofessionalism. Oh, um, BetterHelp is an online portal that provides direct-to-consumer access to mental health services. The online counseling and therapy services are provided through web-based interaction as well as phone and text communication. Founded by Alan Mates and Danny Braggenire in the beautiful city of Mountain View, California. Thank you for that raw, authentic personal testimonial Kurt I think that's really what what it's all about guys and I think that that's why BetterHelp made a fantastic choice in choosing this podcast to uh to sponsor us and um yeah guys if you want help if you uh need to pick me up and you can't afford therapy then BetterHelp offers great financial uh, assistance so don't hesitate get that better help now back um what we're talking about oh yeah it's weekend food yummy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um, talking about your um your birthday weekend but now i think maybe let's you want you want to talk about more contemporary uh, events kurt you want to talk about uh you were just telling me uh, right before this there was a, a verdict on the amber heard and johnny depp trial is that okay. right? So obviously, I feel like I feel like even this case has literally been one of those. Even if you aren't watching or like following along, it's still in your face. Like every single day, Twitter is top ten trends: Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. or like defamation, Johnny Depp. And like, well, the crazier part is last night I was watching a movie with Christy. She wanted to watch a movie. And the number seven film was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which Johnny Depp is the main star in. Number seven in the whole world right now for movies. So that's how much of an impact this case has made, you know. But, yeah, the verdict. I mean, obviously, you know, there's sides to everything. People are going to side with Amber Heard. People are going to side with Johnny Depp. But this decision was literally unanimous for Johnny Depp's side, like, you know. I guess good for him and yeah I think you know now maybe he'll get his movie contracts or whatever back I mean before even this like the producers of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean literally said yeah I don't think we'd want him anytime soon so we'll see oh damn that's a bummer I just know at least with respect to that on the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them like the Harry Potter spinoff movies he, I think I told you, or maybe I told Gabby, but he was li- literally recasted. His character was recasted after, like, the first movie, using the whole different actor after he lost uh, the initial defamation lawsuit. So hopefully uh, he, he starts getting some work back. But yeah, this whole case, it's it's messy, it's ugly, and how everybody has an opinion on it is equally messy and ugly. I think, like you said, it's unavoidable. It's always in our face. But I wish it wasn't. I wish 
we, we'd be worried about more serious issues or people using the public discourse for something else. But alas, that might be a conversation for another time and another day. You know, I, I you know I was gonna I was gonna sway towards like darker news, but I'm just like maybe we can just keep the news this week light. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's true. Last week, the Uvalde shooting happened, and we literally talked about it briefly. It was literally the next day after. And they're still actively investigating the whole thing, you know, with all the, like, the right now, the literally, the literal thing they're talking about is like, oh, the police didn't get involved, this and that. But they're still actively investigating everything, you know. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, no, no legislation, no nothing has passed in this week. So, um, it's really nothing to talk of. I mean, it's the same talk, really. Yeah. So nothing has happened, so what can we talk about, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's unfortunate, but it's, like, the fact that, I don't know, it's crazy. It's very true. Um, this reminds me of something I read where somebody drew uh, the comparison of when uh, people were, people found, like, the addresses of some Supreme Court justices right after uh, the leaked document about the Roe v. Wade being overturned and they went to the Supreme Court justices addresses their homes and somebody made the observation yeah when that happened Congress with all speed and deliberation passed the legislation to protect justices and to protect their homes and whether it be with gun control or anything else it's just gridlock after gridlock after gridlock so our government can work fast when it wants to. I know. And it can work fast. They can get stuff done, you know. That's the crazy part. And I think when Kurt and I talk about this, I think we want to give an unbiased, neutral view. But, I mean, if, you know, I think it's pretty clear, at least with our, uh, what, at least what way we moderately sway on these situations, so... Yep, that's that though. Um, kind of pivoting from that earlier, you you were kind of reminding me of how this whole Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial and how I made uh Charlie and the Chocolate Factory popular again. Um, that reminds me of have Have you ever seen Stranger Things? Christy literally finished it this past weekend. The I literally season. saw the first two episodes. Oh, the first season or the last? First season. Wasn't interesting. Mm, that's fair. I mean, I don't watch shows in general, but generally I'm not like that like that type of genre or that type of... I'm not like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just... Maybe because growing up... I don't even... What would you... Is it sci-fi, right? Sci-fi fantasy? Sci-fi fantasy in this most recent season? A lot of horror. A lot of horror? Yeah. So, I mean, already I don't like horror and stuff. I mean, sci fi is cool. Like, I've seen sci fi movies, but I haven't seen, like, any sci fi stuff. But I know Stranger Things Season 4 has taken everything by storm. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you've watched it. Yeah. Gabby and I finished it. She finished it last night. I finished it, like, the day before. Um, what was I going to say? Well, I like it because I grew up playing uh, sci fi video games. I love science fiction, I just love it as a genre. The only reason I mention that is because, you know, this is a show that is set in the 80s, and they they um, they feature this song, which has just become super popular again. I don't know how it's doing on the charts, but... Is it what I think it is? It's, uh, I actually was playing it when you arrived. So let's just play a little bit right now. Play the the main uh, chorus. It's a bop, and I'm like, wow, I like this song, and I'm glad uh, I I uh, was watching the show and I just discovered this song. So I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Since we're on the topic of songs, funny thing is, there's there's like. There was a song, I don't know what episode, maybe if I play it, you'll recognize what episode, but I already liked the song before they even played it, 
And it's funny because it was featured in a lot of movies. I guess unconsciously, I knew it was in Scooby-Doo, but I didn't, like, realize because... Like, literally, Chrissy played the song, and then I made a Scooby-Doo reference, but I'm just like, oh, they played it in this movie. But it's called Pass the Dutchie. I don't know if you recognize that song. They no. played it for, like, barely... Chrissy showed me a scene. It was, like, barely 25 seconds. But it literally... Here, I'll play it right now. This is the scene where the dude with the long hair, I don't know, he was driving his car. He was driving his car and then he was, I forgot what he was doing. Is this the Scooby-Doo movie or the show? No, the, the Stranger Things. Oh. Oh. I forgot what scene it was. But it's, what's the dude in the long hair? The stone? In the most recent <clears throat> season? Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Argyle. A-R-G-Y-L-E. I forgot what scene it was. Christy literally episode four. Hmm. This is the fourth episode. It was a small scene of him driving and they oh. played that song and Christy noticed immediately she's like, Oh, he knows this song. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. But I mean same thing like that song, this song, like Yeah. Hopefully they're gonna they're probably gonna go up in charts just cause, you know. Yeah. All these bops uh, that I never would have known otherwise. So I'm like, Wow, I like this. Mm-hmm. One other song real quick that I listened or heard on uh, a show recently is this one L- tell me if you uh if you uh recognize it i'll play the chorus did, did they wait did they play this in stranger things no oh I mean, this this sound blew, like, the heck up on TikTok. Like, it's, like, top ten sounds. Mm-hmm. What is it? When is it from? Where is it from? Yeah. It's from Moon Knight, the Disney Plus series. It's a Marvel show. Marvel show. Oh, do you think that's why? Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm almost positive that's why. I only started seeing the TikToks and the Instagram reels after the show. You heard the song, you're just like, oh, Moon Knight? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because this, this is an oldie, so I'm like... Um, and Marvel is somewhat popular, even in popular in mainstream culture. So I'm like, wow, this is a bob too. I was listening to this for a few days after I heard it initially. So I guess we're just uh, music heads. We just uh, we just love our music, don't we, Kurt? Makes it make honestly, it makes such a. I mean, if you can expand upon that, like a show that has good music or a movie that has good music, you like. I feel like it almost goes hand in hand. Like the bad movies, almost never have good music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the movies that I really care about, you know, they're just like, oh, here, set the scene. Like this song specifically goes for this. Mm-hmm. It's important, you know. And I know some shows or movies they probably just like, oh, let me look up typical R and B song or like typical rock song and play. It. And sometimes, you know, it's a whole art to it. Like. Not even the music in itself, but the music matching the scene mm-hmm. of a short movie. And, like, if that scene is important, then that song, people will remember that with that sequence forever. I would even say sometimes people will remember the little jingle, the little few measures of music better than the scene itself. I, yeah. I like, agree. guys, think about this. I won't even say where this is from. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-bum-bum. Bum, bum, bum. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows where that's from. It's like, even if they don't initially think Mario, mm-hmm. it's like, music even in video games, like, again, I, video games have played a big role in my life. And it's like, original soundtracks, video game soundtracks, uh, for shows, just in any uh, c- consumed uh, media, it's very important. Like, you can have the best script, the best writing, but if the music doesn't uh, doesn't uh, compare, then odds are you're not gonna have a successful uh, product. It's just That's being true. honest. Uh, not sidetrack question. I'm trying to think of that video game. I didn't even play it. I'm pretty sure you know. Obviously, I think you did play it. I'm pretty sure you do play it. It's the video game with like the old old timey jazz music, like mm-hmm. the 1920s. What what video game is that? You're probably talking about Bioshock. 
Yeah, I think right. Bioshock, right? I think like so. Let they me, only play the old timey music. I think I know what you're talking about. Let's see. Um, let's play. Uh... It's almost like eerie music. It's a very beautiful music. I mean, that whole game is kind of set in the underground city that, um, again, owing, owing to that it's underground. They're, it's like they're kind of secluded, and I'm sure you guys have maybe even heard or are familiar with the idea of a secluded civilization, culture, city, usually develops in its own way, or they're kind of, they don't keep up with the times, and that's kind of the reason as to why. They use that old music, which is which is I mean, I mean that's the production value in itself, you know. Mm -hmm. They could have just used any. I mean the fact that you you just knew that isn't there that one video game with old timey music? It's like yeah, dude, like that's the power of music. Yeah, I didn't even I don't even play it. I've never even played it before. I just knew, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, mm -hmm. that's the power of music, man. That's why we love playing with Mariachi Nuevo Capistrano. And time for our third sponsor. Our third sponsor for today is Mariachi Vargas de Tecalila. Oh, oh, I think we got the wrong memo. Okay, yeah, sure, go on. Yeah. Well, so, uh, Mariachi Vargas, they founded in 1500 BC. They were a group of 100,000 musicians. Wow. That, um, they, uh, they came from the beautiful land of Tecalitlan, and uh, they formed what we hear today as mariachi music. Mm -hmm. Which is a multi-trillion dollar industry. Did you know that, Daniel? I didn't, Kurt. No. But did you know that the founding member of Maria Chihuahuas at Tecalitlan was Steven Sandoval? <laughs> I'm not. Uh, sorry. Someone's laughing in the back. Give me one second. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Kick their ass, Kurt. Kick their ass. Sorry. My bad. Mm -hmm. I know yeah. Steven, Steven Sandoval. <laughs> Steve. I don't know why you're laughing. Steven Sandoval's brother is actually Hercules. Oh, so what does that make Steven Sandoval? Well, that, that there's a there's a reason why he has those uh, godly lips, you know, uh -huh. that are beautifully chapped. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, very nice, very nice. Yeah, guys, Steven Sandoval. If you're not uh, if you're not aware, he's a pretty uh, influential. Well, right now he's a solo artist, but he's been uh, with a lot of big mariachi groups. And he's a badass singer, and I, he plays the violin, I believe. But he's primarily known for his singing. He's a badass uh, musician. And he's been around for apparently millions of years, huh? I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, they're... Uh... <laughs> I know Mario Chihuahuas is our sponsor for today. They're sponsoring us. Mm -hmm. to ba and they uh, sent us a little memo. It said, uh, get better, kid. Um, and, yeah. Hopefully we use a little, that. A little weird that they would tell us That's that. It's a little weird, I know. Yeah, yeah a little unsettling. Hmm. A little unsettling. I don't, know, I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, but they also they actually didn't sponsor us. We actually had to pay them mm. for them to pretend to sponsor us. Yeah. yeah. And then they also told us to talk about Steven Sandoval as their founding member and his uh, obscenely long life. Yeah. yeah. And his chap lips, which brings us to our tenth sponsor, Blistech. Are your lips chapped? And are they just not, you know, the regular stuff's just not working? Do you live in Florida in the most humid and moist weather and your lips are still chapped? Well, we got the product for you. Blistec. For only $270 per .15 ounce, aka a pack of three, mm -hmm. you'll get the SPF 15 medicated lip balm. Wow. Yeah, guys, this seals in moisture to soothe and prevent dry lips. Kurt. It's pretty obvious to me you haven't used Blistec today. I'm going to take that personally, but I haven't used that today, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I said it so you could take it personally, because that's the only way you'll use it. I've actually never used this product before. That's why I'm saying you need to use it. Thank you, Daniel, for the kind words. Anyways, back to the video. Alright, guys. Now, it's time for our fifth sponsor. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Do you have a gathering coming up, a family party, graduation, funeral perhaps, uh, maybe a wedding, 
at a church. And are you or most of your family primarily Latinx? Well, then I have the perfect uh, music, the music uh, choice for you. Try Mariachi Nuevo Capistrano today. Kurt, when Andres approached us talking about sponsoring this video, I was a little, uh, I was a little surprised, weren't you? I, I was surprised too, but I, I wanted to take his money. Guys, if there's ever, ever any opportunity for me to take Andres' money, you bet you're a sweet little butt, I'll take it. Yeah, so, guys, the group plays at all events, and um, about five to seven members, so all instrumentation except harp. So, and no sombreros, there's that, and all white suits. But, you know, besides that, they're a solid group. Mm -hmm. Call, call the number yeah. 951 nine seven three one two seven four to book today great and use code eh, for ten percent off your first one minute of performance mm -hmm. offer only valid for the next following hour not valid after thank you Maria Capistrano for sponsoring us all right Whew. We had a long list of sponsors here, but I think we're going to plow through all of them. And I think that's all of them, actually. So, finally done with those sponsors. I know. I can't wait till they actually pay us. I mean... Oh, that was a lot of time. Oh, yeah, these are fake sponsors. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about some... I don't even know how long it's been, actually. How much longer can we just talk out of our booties? I'm not sure. Uh, the program says we've been uh, recording for 1,100 bars or measures. So, Mr. Classical Musician, what does that mean? I don't know. Solid answer. Okay, we'll keep going a little bit longer. <laughs> All right, well, let's just talk. Let's talk about some random stuff that I found. Okay. Um, so we talked about the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp stuff. Random thing I found, lifeguard shortage. Apparently, some pools or new pools couldn't open because there weren't enough lifeguards for Memorial Day weekend. Yikes. Very interesting. Yeah. But I'm glad. I guess that happened because a lot of people die from drownings and stuff. You know, a lot, you know, and a lot of them are those drunk people who jump in the pools. They hit their head. They literally die. Like, lifeguards are important. Speaking of lifeguards and pools, have you seen that viral video? I don't think it was in California. But this four-year-old uh, autistic boy. Oh, the girl. Oh, was it a girl? Yeah, the girl. She jumped in. Jumped and in. And the little boy, right? I just know it was a little kid. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, now that I think about it, I don't know why the story mentions that they have autism. Like, I don't, I don't know how that's applicable. It's a four-year-old little kid, so I think... Maybe maybe because they're just trying to say, like, oh, she she wasn't... She's not aware or something like that. Wasn't a complete sound of mind. Yeah, because in the video, I mean, she just straight up runs into the pool. You know? Yeah. Well, so, uh, to, to, I guess, kind of summarize the video, the kid basically jumps in the pool, and from what I can see, they're, they're not swimming, and then the next-door neighbor, they have, like, a clear... Uh, fence gate area and they two, two little boys see what happens and they go like book it to tell their dad what's going on and the, the dad like jumps over the fence saves the kid and, like in record time and i'm like wow like if that doesn't tell you that you need supervised uh like trained professionals um in like those settings you absolutely do like how like i feel like even if an experienced swimmer, anything can happen. Cramps, you name it. Like, you're screwed, like, unless you have somebody trying to help you out. No, like, like seriously, like, if you watch, I mean, I watched the Olympic swimming trials, Olympic stuff. You always, when I was younger, I'm just like, they're professional swimmers. Why do they need to be lifeguards and stuff? Mm -hmm. Well, there's been instances in the, like, past hundred years, you know, like, Dude, one of them can just go into cardiac arrest. Mm. Something can happen mm. where they can't breathe, and there needs to be a lifeguard. You can be the most professional. You can be Michael Phelps. Still needs to be a lifeguard, you know? Yeah. 
So yeah. it is important. So it's like, yeah, it's a small story, but you know, in the morbid sense, like, yeah, it saves lives, obviously, you know. Like, yeah, like, you know, obviously, when you think of how you fill the pool, you're just like, oh, everything's gonna go fine. But you hear these instances. So I guess small story, big story, you know. Mm-hmm. Life card shortage. Most definitely, man. But definitely. I guess leading towards the lifeguard shortage into the labor challenges that we're facing. I just briefly read this. I don't really, I mean, the first part, very straightforward, like labor challenges are going to go into the summer, um, forcing reduced hours for the second year, pandemic, like businesses still like changing, switching. I know the biggest one right now, like Andres can literally attest to this. Like he just got an email last week saying, yeah, next week you have to go in now. Like you can't work from home. A lot of people are retaliating against that because the pandemic has literally exposed jobs that it's just like, why do I need to be in the office? Like, gen- like unless you're like not doing work where they need to watch you, like if you get the work done at home, why do you need to go in, you know? Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of people are mad about going back in. And yeah, COVID's still a real thing because the cases are going up, especially LA County, you know, no surprise LA County is going up. So people are like, why are you pushing us back to work? Literally for no good reason. Like, literally no good reason. Yeah, well, real quick, before I talk about the labor shortages, uh, with the rising COVID cases, I've been kind of sussed out. And uh, since Gabby lives in, like, the L.A. County, I'm like, I, I've started using my mask again, like, in gyms and just common spaces. Yeah. Um, especially because... Uh, uh, for, for those, I mean, it's not even, I guess, pertinent, but um, at my grandmother's funeral, about a good number of people tested positive from COVID, including uh, our friend Alex. My brother also tested positive, and, like, a few other cousins tested positive. I'm like, well, crap, that's scary. Yeah. Um, and, yep, you hear in the news stories, COVID cases keep going up. Um, but to, to go back to labor shortages... Uh, what, what were you talking about again? I was just, like just talking about general labor shortages. I mean, no, to no surprise. I mean, oh, and the touched, work from home. I yeah. t- touched upon remote. Uh, remote. And I guess that your COVID thing, the work, almost goes into this story in a weird way. But it said, the article said, but restaurants, Americans are basically done with home-cooked meals. And Resi, which is the... I, for you don't for all of you that don't know it's owned by Amex but it started off as a smaller like you used to reserve either through Yelp or Open Table but Resi is now like the biggest reservation next to like Talk um, Talk's more so like high end restaurants but Resi like most restaurants have Resi now um, but yeah they said April was their busiest month in eight years which means April was like people were like we want to go back to restaurants we just want to go you know. But I mean, COVID's not over. All the labor shortages are not over. So people are going back. And a lot of restaurants, if you don't notice, it'll literally say short staffed, short staffed. Mm-hmm. You know? And you hear from friends and people like, we're working overtime, people aren't showing up. Mm-hmm. So it's a huge issue, you know? And speaking of COVID going up, with respect to that, um, from, what, from the content I've been kind of consuming, whether it be late night shows on YouTube and whatnot, there, there, and just um, and the other stories you, I'm hearing that monkeypox is uh, like spreading across Europe, and the initial stories I think uh, that that kind of got viral were that monkeypox is being spread by uh, by sexual activity amongst gay men. I think that's what I read at first. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I guess, I just wanted to put that out there, but um. <clears throat> Regardless, though, do you think monkeypox might be uh, something to worry about? I don't think so, but then, again, COVID, people weren't worried, and look what happened, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think it'll be that. I don't think it'll be that big, you know? But, I mean, it definitely doesn't help that, what, the World Health Organization literally isn't really, from what I'm reading, they're not really answering questions, like, they don't really know anything about it. For what I know, I mean, it's not like uh, people aren't dying from it, you know? Yeah. But still, just more sicknesses here and there, and we'll just have to deal with that, you know? And it's 
I mean, you would think modern technology, modern health practices have prevent would prevent all of this, you know. But no, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's a business, not a not here to help the people, right? That and there's just a lot of fundamental issues when it comes to um, to disease prevention, bacteria infection prevention. Um, something that comes to mind is even during the midst of the pandemic or the COVID pandemic, right where we live in Newport Beach and I want to say Huntington Beach, there were anti-mask uh, like wearing uh, protests. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have people protesting just the measures that were put in place finally. So I mean, it just leads me to believe we're such a big country that there's always going to be dissent. There's always going to be uh, people r- rebelling against what the government's telling us, telling us just to, I guess, stick it to the man, just to not, I guess, follow the masses because they think they're right. It's, it's unfortunate, and it's unfortunate that the crowd is in Orange County, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Orange County literally is a meme. Like, I mean, probably not as bad as Orange County, Florida. I'm kidding, but Orange County is pretty bad. What do you mean? It's a meme because there's so many liberals here, right? Because you and I are both conservatives, right? Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of, I just thought of this. Might as well talk about. It. I don't know if you thought. I don't know if you read about it. Um, well, this past weekend, we're supposed to go to Disneyland. Um, things fell through. Not everyone could make it. I just decided I don't want to. I'll just save Disneyland. Thank God I did because they got rid of their magic key passes, which I thought was the dumbest shit ever. Oops, dumbest uh, crap. Uh, mm-hmm. A dumbest thing mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Because it was a reservation-based system that costed more than annual passes, but then you weren't guaranteed a reservation and you couldn't go all the time, even though you had to pay $1,100 plus. Anyways, um, the reason I bring that up is Disneyland is in the center of, uh, you know, do you hear about Anaheim's trying to, sell the stadium or whatever the no. whole process through that like a week and a half ago the mayor of anaheim resigned people resigned because some dark stuff is coming out of um like anaheim which i'm not even surprised like you look at anaheim right they claim to be the center of orange county and you know disneyland it's and huge. everything else and angels stadium yeah makes them so much money yeah but then you there's definitely dark stuff going on, you know? There's no, oh, definitely. no doubt about that. Yeah. But I guess in the midst of selling the Anaheim Angel Station, which I haven't really read, all I read was Disneyland, a person, like an executive, someone was like, they were in a bribing scheme, something like that, to sway. Like, anytime city council talks to Disneyland about changing something, bruh, like, they're gonna... They have so much power. They could literally do anything they want. Mm-hmm. Because if Disneyland ever were to get out of Anaheim, the whole city would honestly collapse. Like, how could they fund everything, you know? Mm-hmm. But even the worst part is they're making all this money. Anaheim's not even funding, like, their schools and funding everything around them, you know? It's mm-hmm. very unfortunate. Well, I just wanted to bring up corruption, you know? Just It's fun to see corruption, especially near us, you know? Corruption outside, though. If you guys want to visit Disneyland from June 13th through September 15th, be sure to snag this uh, California resident uh, ticket offer for as low as $249 for three-day, one-park-per-day tickets. Or, for any day of the week, including weekends, you can pay $300. So, guys, while you're contemplating all this corruption and what you're really, uh, when you buy the chimichanga and what that money is funding, be sure to just... Go enjoy yourself at Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, wait. You can't. Until summer. Well, at least you can um, uh, enjoy yourself at the gondola ride, uh, the carousel ride at California Adventure. Oh, wait. You can if you get motion sickness. Oh, but you can enjoy yourself at the cars ride. Oh, wait. They, they just close indefinitely. Oh, oh, man. Oh, man. Or you can visit Downtown Disney where the... Oh, they're re- renovating 50%. Maybe, maybe it's not such a good offer, huh? We can't even say we're sponsored by Disneyland because they're too powerful of a company to sponsor. And if we even joked about being sponsored, we'd probably get sniped. 
Speaking of sniped, Kurt, would you care to enlighten our listeners as to uh, my dream that one time where you got murdered? So this dude texted me like two years ago, one day randomly, and he's just like, Kurt, I had a dream you died, and I was really sad. I was like, what happened? It's like, you got sniped. And I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And guys, before I sound horrible, I prefaced it by saying, I was so sad. I was like, I'm going to miss you, buddy. And when I woke up, I did physically feel very sad. So that makes it better, right? Right, Kurt? I don't wish any uh, harm to you. You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> well guys i think um that tension is a great uh ending place to uh to kind of say kurt i kind of like you as a friend you just winked at me i did i'll just come clean and say i did but it was uh, more of an unconscious uh, action. But anyways, we kind of went on different tangents today and had like a billion sponsors. But I still think we talked about just random fun stuff because mm-hmm. that's why you guys are here to listen, right? But I guess Daniel doesn't even know this, but we have a big announcement to make. We do. In, and I do know it. In lights of next week, WWDC, Apple is uh they're doing a tech event on monday i believe which they'll announce ios 16 the same day um but next week's episode we will only talk about technology hopefully because with kurt adhd and um, maybe i have adhd too we're very prone to just talking about anything and everything I mean, yes, Kurt, stop giving me that death stare. Well, yes, we'll only talk about technology. He's just shaking his head now. He's just nodding, I mean. And smiling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure. Um, with all these sponsors, we're almost broke, so hopefully we get more viewers and sponsors actually start paying us. Yeah. That'd be great. I don't care if little entrance shop and saying one sponsors us for one dollar one dollar is one dollar and we'll shout you out i don't care one dollar is enough to buy a bag of chips oh wait oh wait inflation yeah well anyways guys i i know we've talked about a lot of a lot of upbeat topics a lot random of feel topics. good topics mm-hmm. uh what was that Kurt? a lot of random topics but we did talk mm-hmm. right the, the podcast is talk we we talked um, yeah, we did lots of talking. Anyways, guys, thanks for tuning in. I'm Daniel. I'm Kurt, and that concludes our second episode of Big Brain Talk. And we'll see you next week for our special tech episode. Big Brain. Big Brain.